Uh, hey, Jonas, th- thanks so much for joining me on the show. Pleasure, Chad. Uh, great to be here. So I, I originally uh, asked you to come on the show to talk about cost segregation, but when I was doing a bit of research on it, I noticed that you've done more podcast interviews than I think anybody I know uh, on cost segregation already. So I, I really wanted to uh, offer something different to people that are listening, and, and I don't think I have any questions that you haven't already covered. So I, I asked you a little bit ahead of time if you'd be okay with this, and I want to take it in a different direction and, and actually talk about your experience doing all these podcasts, uh, both with your own show, uh, as well as all the the interviews that you've done. And then we'll also talk about a LinkedIn post, uh, which, which was turned out to be very popular. So uh, I, I hope that's good with you. If we could just jump in and start covering all of that. Uh, I, my, first, my first question, what, what got you started in doing podcast interviews and, and maybe a little bit of context on that. If, if somebody is looking to, to start getting interviewed, uh, they may be asked by someone, but sometimes it might require being a little bit more proactive. So how did you get started uh, with your first po- podcast and what would advice would you give someone that wants to do the same? So first of all, I mean, podcasting, as I'm sure, you know, is an incredible medium in order to share content, share ideas, interview people. I mean, it really is a platform that has taken off over the past, you know, I'd say five years, but but it's gone back. Obviously, it's gone back 10, 15 years already podcasting in general, but over the past five years, it's really taken off. And for me, the first time I was ever asked to be a guest on a podcast was about four years ago uh, when I, you know, I had started to become active on LinkedIn as a platform to, you know, to share original content as a networking platform, different than what LinkedIn was traditionally used for, which was just like finding a job and posting your resume and for recruiters, et cetera. It was at that time became like the new social media for professionalism and for business. And so I started using it and Nobody was talking about cost segregation, which is a very unique kind of niche topic within the real estate world. And someone reached out to me. Uh, it's a guy, Adam Adams, AAA Adams. I don't know if you heard of him. He had a podcast at the time called the Creative Real Estate Podcast. He's since uh, moved on from that. And someone else, uh, John Lewis, has taken that over as the host. And he's gone on to start uh, a couple of different podcasts. And for me, I was like, okay, what's a podcast? Like, what do I do? You know, how do I have an interview? I was really nervous, actually. I had done some, uh, some drama, some performance, and I, you know, I wasn't necessarily nervous in, in, in terms of speaking in public, even though it wasn't public, it was, it would be seen in public or heard in public, but I was more nervous, like, okay, well, what do I do? Like, what is this? It was kind of all new to me. So that was, that was then it literally, snowballed from there. And because I was consciously and consistently posting content on social media, specifically LinkedIn at the time, I used that opportunity of being a guest on a podcast to create content. So the first piece, I was like, I'm going to be a guest on a podcast and I've never done it before. You know, and I tagged a few people who I know were guests on podcasts I've, I've listened to. And I was like, you've been guests on multiple podcasts, you know, you, 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 so-and-so. I tagged a bunch of people like, what would you recommend, right, it, you know, to be a guest? And so that was a great content, really engaging, got a lot of feedback, a lot of question and answer, things like that. So, and then when I w- appeared, you know, I used that as a piece of content, put that out there. And so it was for me an opportunity to create content. 
uh, and share uh, without having to just kind of shove down people's throat like cost segregation. Well, here, if you're interested, go and listen to this. Okay. And because of that, I was reached out to by several other people at that time uh, to be a guest on their podcast. And literally it just happened like one to the next. And then I became an industry expert or known for that. And, and, you know, since then, you know, talking close to, you know, four years, I've been a guest on over 200 podcasts. And like you said, oh. I've pretty much covered, you know, the, uh, the topic of, of cost irrigation more times than anyone can possibly imagine. So that, you know, that's just kind of a context of how I got started. Yep. Um, and then at a certain point I was like, I really like this medium. I like this forum. I love having the conversations, the back and forth, asking questions. Like I would love to do it on my own. And I realized the power of having a podcast for having a thought leadership platform and, you know, just sharing content. And it's a great way to just create, have content. And people think, well, what do I, what should I post about? Well, when you have a podcast, you never run out of content yeah. ever. <laughs> I, have, I have way more content than I would ever be able to use. And so I started my own podcast, The Weiss Advice. You know, and that was a great way, you know, to create content around that, et cetera. And I love that. And I continue to love it and continue being guests on, on other people. So for you asked about how people you know, who are looking to be a guest on podcasts, there are so many different ways to go about doing it. Um, and I'm happy to give a, a few suggestions that are out there that I use, as well as, you know, maybe some other things that are out there that I don't use. If that's, uh, is that, would, would you like to go down that road? Yeah, absolutely. I've I've got so many questions actually. Just after how how well you said that, because I think I think people should be really inspired by the fact that you created something valuable to the community, like some good quality content at the beginning, and that uh, prompted people to actually reach out to you uh, to get more of your feedback, and then it created a loop where you were creating uh, content, and then you were that led to you creating more content in a different format and being a podcast, which uh, spawned off to over 200 podcasts. That's, that's incredible to me. Like that, that blows my mind that you've done over 200 podcasts. Uh, so yeah, I want to jump into all that if, if you don't mind. So uh, maybe we could even go back to like, what was some of the good advice that you got when you did that f- first post ask, asking people for their advice on, on what you should be doing for perhaps your first show. And then maybe we could even, uh, take that to what advice you'd give now that you've done over 200 podcasts. I don't remember specifically, you know what? I, I actually do remember some of the things that I, that I asked over there. One thing was I was concerned and I actually made a big mistake. And so this is a great lesson because my first podcast, I made a big mistake and because I never done it and I'm in business development uh, for the company I work for. And my uh, premonition was, Oh, this is a great, platform to be able to kind of share not just what I do, but kind of like, you know, how people can reach out to me and how I can use this as a way to to sell or to gain more clients or visibility, et cetera. That's true, but that should never be your intention. And I think I made a big mistake and I actually got amazing feedback from the host. He was a professional. I really loved what he did. And he just reached back out to me after we were finished. He's like, hey, you know what, Yona? I think he came off a little too salesy. And he's like, you know, I'd love to have it go with the flow. And I kind of like transitioned really quickly into, you know, forget about my story. Let's talk about cost segregation. And he was like, no, like, no, people want to get to know you. Uh, and I think it's really, it's a great platform for you to be able to share your story, people to get to know you. That's what social media and that's what networking is all about. It's not about all about 
what you do and how you can, you know, how you can help people, how you can, you know, talk about your product or your, your widget or whatever it is. It's a way for you to share valuable knowledge, but also at the same time, people to get to know you. And that was a big mistake I made. I thanked him profusely. I was like, wow, you totally changed my, and thank God that was the first, that was the first podcast I was ever on, you know, and the first podcast I was ever on, the host gave me that, that constructive criticism, that feedback that I needed. And I literally applied that. So I would say to answer your question to everyone that's out there, if you're going to be a guest, just be natural, be yourself have a conversation, like think of it. And I always think of it like this. And, and on the podcast that I host as well, I tell my guests, like, we're having a conversation. Like I'm, we're going out to coffee, you know, like it's a back and forth. Like I'll have questions for you. You know, you have questions for me. Like, this is just, let's just keep this natural and flowing. And yes, there is a place for if the podcast platform is, you know, specifically geared to let's cover this topic. And I want to ask you, you know, 20 questions on this topic. And I've done that, you know, plenty of times, right? But the point is, do not push that. Do not be pushy. Just be yourself and let the host kind of lead the way. Yeah, I've, I've thought the exact same thing with how I've done it on whether I've been interviewed on podcasts or, or on my own show is that I, I just like having a conversation. I, I try to envision these that you and I are sitting down and talking and you and I are just going to have a conversation and, and I'm going to ask you questions that I'm legitimately interested in, in learning about. And I just hope that other people will as well, as opposed to having like that can talk. Like you and I wouldn't sit down for 30 minutes and I wouldn't give you a sales pitch for 30 minutes because you'd be really bored about that and would never talk <laughs> again. So I, I love the advice about having that conversational style. I think that's really important. And I, I think that that leads, I guess, to the next point. Uh, uh, where would you, or what you mentioned, you had some tips, how would you recommend to people that they can start engaging with people or perhaps start getting on, on shows as guests? Um, you know, it's, it really comes down to networking. Uh, there are a lot of companies out there that will, they're like these matchmaking podcast matchmaking companies. And anyone who is a podcaster knows exactly what I'm talking about. Cause I get these emails constantly in my inbox from like random people. And it's a paid service. Essentially you reach out to this company and say, I'd like to be, you know, this is my topic. I like to be on this type of podcast. And they will literally like blast out and cold message, um, you know, hundreds of people on your behalf. And that's one way to get it on shows. I personally don't like that approach and have personally never taken a, a single guest. And I like tell all these people, you know, thank you, not interested, take me off your list. Um, but, you know, that is one way to go about doing it, right? If you really want to be a guest and, and you don't have the skills or the time to do your own research or network, um, then yeah, okay, you can rely on that. There, there is a service out there that provides that. You may not get on the best shows, you may not get on the right shows, um, et cetera. But because the method that I've taken on is just, let's get to know these people. I always try to, you know, me personally, and it's not always the case, but you know, people know me or you know, getting out there on social media, just putting yourself out there, connecting with the right people, you, you'll be invited. Um, you, know, you don't necessarily have to go out there and be like, hey, I'd love to be a guest on your podcast, although that does work. I tried that, uh, you know, I've tried that, whether it be cold or whether it be people that I already know and like, hey, by the way, I'd love to be a guest that can work. However, I've done the opposite approach. And this is kind of the, the, the uh, basis of my entire business model. I've done the entire, the complete opposite approach. I just put out a lot of content and share my knowledge out there so that people recognize me as a thought leader in that space and will pursue me 
to be a guest on their podcast. So that is a, it's a method that takes a long time, right? It's not something you're necessarily going to see results from immediately. Um, but if you have a niche, a niche, whatever you have, if you have that kind of speciality that nobody else has, you can capitalize on that because when you start sharing content, you start putting yourself out there, people will come to you. They'll, they'll be attracted to you. And, um, and again, the greatest thing that I have found is just sharing the fact that you've been on podcasts, share that content. Not only does it help the host of the podcast, they want their podcast being put out there and being seen by more people. So by you sharing the fact that you appeared as a guest, they're grateful. It's a win-win. You'll be seen by more people. Here's a potential guest for my podcast that people seeing you. And, um, you know, you can kind of drop a line. Like I wouldn't necessarily do this all the time, but like, if you're you know happy to be a guest on anyone else's show, if you're interested, you know, kind of put it at the bottom of your post. Uh, but those are some of the, the keys that I, I personally have employed. Yeah, that's very well said. And, and I think to, to add to that is there's a lot of podcasts out there, uh, even about commercial real estate. Uh, if you go even more generally and talk real estate or real estate investing, it's even more broad. So there, there's a lot of hundreds and hundreds of shows out there and they're all looking for guests. So I think if you have, like you were saying, if you have that specialized knowledge and you're recognized as an expert in that field, people will reach out to you. And you and I actually connected uh, on one of the posts that you did on LinkedIn. We alluded to that earlier. Uh, you got a ton of traction on this and you'll say it much better than I will. But uh, what, what, what was the impetus to make that post? And then uh, maybe you could even just describe your thought behind it and then what, what happened on it as well, because it was a phenomenal success. Yeah, my whole approach in networking is how can I add value? How can I help other people? What can mm -hmm. I do to just... And, and one of the main ways that I do that is by connecting people. Um, and I, you know, I call myself like the people connector, right? Mm -hmm. I like to make connections, but it doesn't, I don't necessarily go out of my way and say, oh, um, like, let me think about this. It kind of comes to me naturally. I just know so many people and, um, and just constantly trying to help out others mm -hmm. that it, it just kind of comes naturally. But on LinkedIn, especially, I like to, you know, from time to time, make a post. And this post that you're referring to, I've actually done several times. Uh, and I just kind of, every few months, I'll just, I'll just do it again because it gets so much traction. Hmm. Essentially, I'll say, I have a big network, right? A lot of people are going to see this. I've been a guest on so many podcasts. It's an awesome uh, media. It's an awesome forum to get yourself out there. Every single podcast host ha is looking for guests and they may not know that you exist. And they may not know, you know, so please comment below if you are a guest right? Or you are a potential guest and you'd like to get on a podcast, comment below what it is that you do um, and people reach out to you. And if you are a host, right, comment below what your podcast is about, put a scheduling link if you want in there and let's just connect people. I'll tag a bunch of podcasters that I know uh, that are interested and then just throw them in there and it just takes off. And, you know, the conversations, the engagement and the way that social media and specifically LinkedIn works, the algorithm, the more engagement there is on a post, the more it gets pushed out and seen by more people. So it's kind of a, an exponential thing. So you start liking, commenting, you know, on, on different comments, it will just continue pushing it out there. So, you know, hundreds of people are going to see that. And so many people have gotten connected through that. And I think it's just, it's just something I love to do. Uh, again, there are companies out there that you can pay to become a guest on a podcast, but I like to do it in my way, right? I like to do it just, I'm not getting anything tangibly in return from it. Although 
when you are going out of your way to help other people, you'll get back in return tenfold. Oh, absolutely. People notice. And and I love the point you made about the engagement and the, all the conversations that happened on that. You planted that, that first post and, I, and I, I didn't realize that you had done them before, but it certainly makes sense that you would have uh, given how, how successful it was. Uh, but I, I think I was tagged in that or somebody that I know commented on it. And then I started getting into the conversation and there are all these side conversations that happened. And then even behind the scenes uh, conversations that happen. So I really commend you for having that value add approach to, to offer something to someone with no expectation of getting anything back in return, but just knowing that being a good person uh, has a way of finding things come back to you. So I, I think that that's great advice for, for anyone. And, and I'm, I'm guessing you you connect with people on LinkedIn all the time. So if someone wants to connect with you, if I put a link in the description below, they can just connect with you and, and look for future posts like that down the road. Yeah, absolutely. The best way to reach out to me, definitely LinkedIn. I'm, I'm active on that platform all the time and uh, happy to connect with people. I mean, it's really an awesome way to just share content, but also to, to meet new people. I mean, I, I look at it as a 24-7 or 24-6 uh, networking event. Yeah. And you know, nowadays, especially you know, during the time when, when COVID was pretty active and you know, it depends where you are in the world, but where people were just kind of locked down, like that's all we had and you know, we had the virtual world and i think there was tremendous amount of uh, uh networking and connections and business that happened through uh social media yeah do you have time for one more question i, I know you've Absolutely. got a, i mean i just I had one more that was that, that i just thought would be great uh more value add to anyone listening and and so we talked about ideas on how you can get connected, the, the power of a podcast, uh, some ideas on how people can start getting that conversation going. What tips would you give to people, uh, both from yourself as, as a podcast host, as well as being a guest, uh, on what just makes a good guest, things that they can do, whether it's equipment, like the headphones or the microphone, just what, how they're prepared. What, what general tips would you give to someone going on a, on a podcast? That's a really awesome question. I think a lot of people overlook this and I've had, you know, I've, I've done 200 episodes of my own show uh, and it's something that really kind of bugs me a little bit. I've had hosts kind of have a, a one pager that they'll send out, you know, here's the things that you should prepare yourself with to be a guest on my show. And that's very helpful. And one of the things that, that people overlook is the sound quality. And we're talking about something that is going out there on the internet, on YouTube, on Spotify and Apple, whatever it is, the sound quality is really important. Okay. So it does, um, you know, it, it's worth it. Sure. You can use ear pods, you can use AirPods, whatever it is, you can use just kind of headphones, but the sound quality is going to be very different. If you invest a couple hundred bucks, it's not a lot, especially for sure. If you host your own podcast, but if you're going to be a guest on someone else's podcast and you're looking to do this a lot, take the time, invest in better sound quality, uh, it goes a long way. It really does. I, I can't really underestimate that. Another thing is just be yourself. Again, I, I mentioned this at the beginning, but it's so important. Just be yourself. If you like having conversations with people, you know, you might get nervous and like, what am I supposed to say? But just be yourself. Like it, it will flow. The conversations will happen and you'll get better the more you do it. Another really important thing is be conscious, be conscious, excuse me, of uh, the thing, the words that are coming out of your mouth. So many people, and I've 
become much more conscious about this as time has gone on and as more podcasts have done, we tend to use, you know, you know, you know, you know, right, right. These kind of filler words kind of, and I do it myself. So I try to be as conscious as I can about it. But when you go back and listen, and I highly recommend that if you've been a guest, go back and listen to your show and listen to how many of those filler words are literally in there in your conversation. It makes a difference. It really does. I mean, you can tell the difference between someone who's a professional and someone who's who's not. Again, I do this all the time and I make the mistakes and I say kind of, and I mean, you know, all these different filler words that we all have our own filler words, but it takes conscious effort and it does, but it makes a big difference. Yeah, I, I think it's a good point because it is a skill. It's uh, something that very few people are going to just be that outgoing on their first interview and come across as this really uh, outgoing guest. Like it, it takes that time to to harness that skill. And I would add on there as well: don't be afraid of making mistakes. Whether you say something inappropriate, I mean, as long as you're not saying something detrimental to your company or your brand. But if you just say something, uh, like I've made mistakes where, like, I've said the wrong name or just very bad mistakes, but I try to just correct it and move on. And and mm-hmm. I think for the most part, nobody's expecting perfection, whether it's the the host of the podcast or anyone listening. They're not, they're not expecting this finely tuned script where you're reading off a teleprompter. They, they right. actually want to hear how you're talking in real life. So I, I think having that, that, like you said, perfectly, just your personality show, I think that that's so important in, in doing this. So th- those are great tips. I, and I echo the sound as well. When I first started at a very basic setup and, and you can tell the difference between someone just talking through their computer microphone and having a proper setup. And as, as you mentioned, it's not a big investment. So mm-hmm. that, that'd be be a very easy one for someone to add on as well. Uh, I do want to end with actually talking about cost segregation a tiny little bit, and I'm not going to get into the details, but I do, you are the expert in that. So if somebody wants to learn more, they do a search on cost segregation. I'm sure one of your episodes is going to show up in Google uh, or at the top of something. Uh, But what is the best way if someone wants to reach out to you and learn more about cost segregation, what's the best way for them to do that? I mean, you can go to yonawice.com. Uh, I have uh, a page on there where uh, the featured podcasts I've been a guest on. I haven't updated it recently, so there's not all 200 on there, but there's plenty to choose from. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. That's that's probably the best way because, I, like I said, I am very active there. Send a connection request and mention that you heard me or you saw me on, on Chad's podcast here, and I'd be more than happy to connect and reach out that way. That's awesome. Well, that was so good. I, I know I, that was a bit of a curveball and probably not what you're expecting on this uh, on this interview, but I'm glad you were uh, so willing to offer that advice because I think anyone listening would come away with a lot of takeaways and, and actionable steps that they they can start doing right away. So really do thank you for uh, agreeing to do that little bit of a curveball on this episode. Anytime. It's my pleasure. Okay. Awesome. Thanks so much again, Yona. Really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun, Chad. Thanks again for having me.